time it is the jungle gyms podcast time or 1 47 p.m that's what time it is for me right now sync your watches let's listen to the show together <laughs> all right thank you all for joining me as always you know the drill here we got a fun episode planned for you i wanted to tap in a little bit i got a couple emails about this last week so i dove in fully and wanted to do this as i believe folks this is truly the last audio only episode of the show so first and foremost I got to thank you all for this, truly. I mean, you've been really helpful. You've been supportive from the jump. You've been, more importantly than anything, interested in the content and willing to engage with me. I am so appreciative of that. And as we lead into this, I just want to remind everybody listening, you can always email me at podcast at junglegyms.com or call me at country code one. Area code 513-674-6855. And leave me a little uh, voicemail on the Jungle Gyms hotline. I know you heard from, uh, we heard from Mike in California last week. That was, I'm still riding high from that one. I thought it was great. I love, I just keep laughing. I love the idea that California residents are like, yeah, I'm excited. And there was actually, this was kind of came up again this week because, you know, uh, are the store I broadcast out of. We have two, if you're unfamiliar with Jungle Gyms, but we have one in Fairfield, Ohio, and one in Eastgate. And Eastgate is like not really a city. I, I don't really know how we describe Eastgate, but it's like between a few locations. But the point is, if you're from Cincinnati, people say Eastgate, you know what I mean? It's on the east side of town, it's fine. But uh, I we had a uh, another TikTok go kind of viral this week about the big cheese here. And uh, <laughs> everyone was like, oh, Fairfield, California. That's so exciting. Uh, it wasn't in Fairfield, California. However, it's Fairfield, Ohio. I've not been to Fairfield, California, so I'm just going to, in an uneducated manner, state that ours is better. Because, you know what? They don't have a Jungle Gyms out there. But they do probably have a Fry's Electronics. And though, now that I said that out loud, I'm pretty sure Fry's went out of business. But... I guess we're definitely taking the lead there. So all can excite everyone. Thank you so much for the support and love. And before we dive into the show, I got to ask you, it's time for more reviews. Hit me, as always, with a juicy little review over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Tell your friends about the show. Spread some love. Spread some joy. Get the enthusiasm rolling. I'm here for it. But those short little reviews, in addition to things like downloading the show and telling your friends about it, that's the kind of stuff that keeps these podcasts afloat. Yeah, I bet you didn't know that. Podcasts, not very buoyant. So we need your help. And I appreciate it. We're close to my goal of 100 reviews. And you know, what's crazy is I look at some of these other podcasts and I'm like, wow, we actually have a lot of reviews already for as you know new as this show is still. I mean, we're, we're getting close to a year, but it's still, it's growing, baby. I love it. So thank you all again, genuinely, wholeheartedly, all that good stuff. Moving on. So what's on the menu this week for The Jungle? Well, in a minute, I'm going to introduce you to a, I, again, I always say this is one of my favorite things about the job, but I met some customers who were uh, visiting from outside of the country and I brought them into the booth. And so, yeah, some of them were living in the States and they came up from, but that's not really important part, but we wanted to go through some international treats with them. So in a minute, you'll be hearing from Clada, uh, who was kind enough to give me her time uh, while she and her family shopped around the store. And then the big point today is I uh, brought in 
my guy Nick. He's uh, one of the managers here. He manages our specialty sodas, our regular sodas, as well as portions of international. And after we had all this stuff blow up on TikTok about Pepsi and all that good stuff, I thought I'd bring him in to talk about that world because, you know, I got to be honest. I know we have a big focus on just international products in general here in the store, but I think we have a lot of departments that sometimes get a little overlooked. Things like, well, you know, I've, I've talked about it some on the show, but, you know, we have like a 12,000 square foot toy shop that I conveniently am located right in the middle of. So board games, toys, all kinds of stuff. We've got cookwares. I mean, our cookwares department is crazy and huge and big, and there's so many fun things, and I just want to share that excitement. So for me as a customer, a big thing that always brought me in here were the specialty sodas and the ability to get more, quote, regular products that some stores didn't carry uh, the options of. Like, do you know how hard it is to find zero sugar cranberry ginger ale from Canada Dry year-round? It's incredibly hard unless you shop at Jungle Gyms frequently, which conveniently I get to, and I get to enjoy my favorite soda. So... Uh, we'll get into, we'll meet Nick here in a minute. So in the meantime, why don't we just let uh, Clara take over the studio for a minute? How's that sound? All right. One of my favorite things to do in this company is bring random customers into the store. So I've got, yeah, I saw you met Tammy, one of our door people. Yeah. I love that. She's always, especially now that she's on the crushes, she's always <laughs> trying to flag me down a distance, but Clara, uh, thank you so much for coming in today. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. It. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So you've come a multitude of distances. So you said you're currently in Florida, right? Yes. But yes. That's not originally where you're from, if I'm no. not mistaken. Where are you from? I'm from Brazil. That's so cool. So that actually, that makes you my second Brazilian guest on the show. Oh, yeah. Tammy mentioned that there was a Brazilian family recently. We were trying to, uh, she had she had come to the States, and uh, we were, I think at one point, we were trying to get her to uh, help us, like, expand that section of the store so we oh, could actually have yeah. more products in, which I think she did help with quite a bit on. So I think it went from being, like, one rack to a multiple racks here. So hopefully, maybe later on you can come by and give me a full review. Oh yeah, I'm super excited to see the Brazilian section. So tell me a little bit about Brazilian culture. Like what? what I guess a what? What are you? What are you hoping to find here today? Um, I'm hoping to find. Well, there's two chocolates that are my favorites. It's okay. bees, which is kind of like Kit Kat, but it's like less sweet, which I prefer. It's yeah. so good. And the other one is anything from the company Garoto, okay. which like kind of a fun fact, my uh, great grandpa founded it, but um, that's amazing. in Brazil. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, what's, uh, and uh, obviously aside from the familial ties there, what's, uh, what's so good about that candy? But uh, I'm going to mispronounce if I try to repeat it. No, there's, it's just so, it's very unique. So there's this one called Serenata de Amor, okay. which um, it's has like a cashew, like, filling in it and it's chocolate on the outside and it's also crunchy it's just like there's nothing like it but it's amazing that sounds amazing i kind of hope you find it yeah if I, I find it you'll have to buy it and if try i it. find it to, or excuse me if i find it if you find it yes. i would ask that come on back by here oh, and for sure. uh, i'll i'll buy yours and then we should try it together okay on there, if no into that 100%. or if you find anything good i mean i'll open anything, that up yeah yeah, yeah. any be brazilian fun. food's good that'd be cool yeah I, I, my favorite find with my last brazilian guest was uh feijoada Oh, I just, my mom just made a feijoada last week. We had a bunch of people over oh. for feijoada. So is it something that you can, I love, I love the excitement for the family. <laughs> so, I love it. Um, and I'm, I'm slacking a little bit of my uh, long-term knowledge here, but can you kind of play like when your mom makes it, would it be different or is there like kind of a, a like a thematic similarity that if I just looked up a general recipe, it'd be 
kind of close. Or- so it's actually funny. Okay, so I actually had this conversation with my boyfriend because I was texting him that I was having a visual and he's like, what is that? And I was like, well, basically a bunch of people are coming to my house to eat beans. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, I guess it's just a bunch of beans, but they throw in a lot of different, like basically scraps of meat, right? But depending on where you go in Brazil, it's different. So when my mom made it, she boiled it with like pig's feet and like ears and stuff like that. Um, Which are delicious. Some people keep it. Some people eat that. We don't personally. It does add a lot of flavor to it too. And I feel like that shows up sometimes in Asian cuisine as well. It's like ears and the cheeks too. Yeah. It it imparts a lot of flavor to the, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I I can totally understand not necessarily wanting to ingest those parts directly yourself, but it is one of those things. I'm like, you got to have it in there. Even if we got to pull it. Exactly. (laughs) No, I ate one. I ate an ear before. I didn't know it. Um, It was so weird. Like, you know, I knew it was an ear as soon as I bit into it, <laughs> but it was not a pleasant surprise. I hated it. But I'm sorry to laugh. <laughs> no. like, I'm sitting there going like, yeah, I feel like that would be the case. Because every time I think I've ever tried any of those parts, it's always minced. Yeah. So you can't. You're no, it's like, exactly oh, it what good. you think an ear would feel like texture wise. <laughs> exactly. It's terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I'd like to invite all of you in today to try yeah. here. <laughs> That's so but people cool. like it. A lot of people like it. It's just not for me, but I guess like it's required for you to like, at least cook it with it and sure. then scoop it out. Uh, how long have you been in the States? I've, I moved here when I was almost two. So okay. I'm 20, oh, I'm turned 21 on Monday. So oh, happy uh, early birthday. Thank then. You. That's cool. Thank you. I was going to ask you if you had any anecdotes about your time there. So I would assume just based on your age, maybe not. Well, but I, I do go there like pretty often. Oh, cool. So. What is something that if you could just tell people about Brazil, what is something you would love to tell the world as it were about something that, like, cause I know so little, even after spending, you know, an hour or two with one of my last guests, about it Mm -hmm. I still feel like I'm like oh we barely scratched the surface (laughs) I was like oh we take coffee we don't get coffee that was my main takeaway oh yeah feijoada right so Mm -hmm. yeah what's something that you think would be interesting of note or something that you like about going back to Brazil for I I like I guess the vibe of the people there I Mm -hmm. think everyone is so friendly um also family is really big in Brazil so here in the United States it's very work oriented which is really good to an extent Um, But in Brazil, we also really value family and um, I guess people in Brazil are very lively. So that's kind of something that I miss when I, um, but it's always great when I go back to visit. Makes it a little special, right? Yeah. When you say lively, you mean kind of like high energy and just excited. Yeah, high energy. Everyone's always excited to meet everyone. That's so cool. Um, Like... People you don't know will talk to you on the street. You can strike up a conversation with anyone, pretty much. I love that. And that's kind of, in a weird way, also kind of make it feel, uh, again, that sense of community and also like a little bit of safety almost in an, in sure, an interesting yeah. way, right? You know, we're here, it's like, were they talking to me? I remember yeah. one of my first times in Montreal, somebody spoke to me on the street and I did the stop and, <laughs> and I was like, oh, they were talking to me. Cool. I was like, I guess Canadians are friendly. But no, I think that the true takeaway here is that maybe that's just something that's happened in American culture where we've gotten so true. closed off, which is why I love talking to people like yourself, right? To be <laughs> like, what are, we, what are we doing wrong and how can we correct it? Right. You know? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, even here, like, if you run into another Brazilian person, it's like you're immediately, you're just best friends with them. Oh, that's really cool, yeah. though. Is there a strong, well, I, I know you said you're in Florida, but, like, do you find that there are fairly large pockets of Brazilian people where you go? Um, 
So my family lives in Melbourne, Florida, which is kind of like central Florida. So they're not that many Brazilians. Um, But I go to University of Miami where there's a little more. Sure. Orlando is filled, but. Really? Okay, interesting. Orlando has a lot of Brazilians. Oh, that's very interesting. So I know some. um, I have some Brazilian friends in Miami, but. Cool. Don't we all now, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. Well, thanks for stopping by for a few yeah, minutes. I appreciate course. it. And and I'm serious. If you find that stuff, please come back out. I, like, 100%. Yeah, I will. I'll look for it. I couldn't waste any time. I figured I'd just let you do your shopping and then come back. But once you texted me to say that you found it, I am really excited to try these. So why don't you tell us what we're checking out today? So we're trying out um, some chocolates from Garoto, which was my uh, great-grandpa's and grandpa's company. Um, it's owned by Nestle now. It was better when it was a family company, but we're going to try it. Um, So we have Talento, which is just a chocolate, and it's filled with maracujá, which is passion fruit, uh, which is my favorite fruit. I'm excited about that. That was that tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> if not, we're all judging you now. I understand. That's warranted. <laughs> um, the baton is well, baton is like lipstick in Portuguese. Mm-hmm. So when I was little, I used this is really gross, but it's like cylindrical, so it's shaped like lipstick. Right. But I would lick the top and then smear it on my lips, and I would just look disgusting. But I thought I looked very beautiful as a little five-year-old. With I'm applying a little chocolate. Right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, it actually... Oh, you look beautiful. Thank you. I really appreciate <laughs> that. And it tastes very good, too. How would you... I mean, otherwise, you would just, like, what? Bite it? Bite pieces off? Yeah. We'll try that I one guess. first since it's a little yes. more standardized. I, yeah. Mm. The rest I'll turn into my lipstick. Oh, that's great. I love it. Yeah. I still love it. Yeah, it's got a rich chocolatey flavor. Mm-hmm. It's not super sweet. It's it, You mentioned that before, too, but I was the same way growing around... Everyone where I wasn't used to the American levels of sweetness at first. For and sure. then, of course, grew into it just by the nature of being here for so long. Um, well, my whole life, obviously. I <laughs> um, wasn't going to say that. That's great, though. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a little, like, sweet. But like you said, I've gotten used to it as well. So Right. It's, a, it's slightly tempered compared to, I think, what I'm occasionally used to. But who knows? Uh-huh. Next time you're here, we're going to do a whole comparison thing. Oh, I'll yeah. bring out a bunch of these products. Uh, let's, let's try the. I'm yeah. very curious about this one. Yes. So do you want to? Yeah, go for it. All right. Here. Breaking some pieces right. off. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. So let's see what we got. Like so there's like a little, like, a, like almost like a passion fruit cream inside. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. I actually like this a lot still. <laughs> yeah. My instant thought, I guess, I mean, they've obviously got actual pieces of passion fruit in there since there's, it's textured. Yeah, definitely. And there's seeds as well because it's a little bit crunchy. Oh, okay. That, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, I was wondering about that. I was like, ooh. And I love that it's like, it's funny. The passion fruit is so powerful. I almost don't taste the chocolate. Mm-hmm. But I mean that in a good way, you actually. Do. In a weird way, I almost wish that that was just, like, I could just right? get the internals. I was just thinking, I wish it was a little bit more sour. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm now, and I'm assuming what's happened over time, too, is that it's the usual, everyone's cultural influence kind of leans on each other. Mm-hmm. So at some point, I'm sure that they, they've started to pick up, a, well, now that Nestle's in it, yeah, that makes perfect sense. There's probably way more sugar involved in this exactly. than there was historically. Exactly. Oh, I would have liked to try the family's version. <laughs> I bet it was tart. I still really like this a lot, though. Yeah, I think... I might, I might just be inventing this memory, but I think there's a dark chocolate version that comes in a black packaging rather than oh. the yellow. So that one's better. 
I would be way into that. I like dark chocolate a lot better. A little of the yeah, bitterness to balance it out. For sure. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think you just gave me one of my new favorite finds in the store. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's great. That's yeah. awesome. Passion fruit is just, it's funny because some people seem to not love it the same way that I do. Yeah. I'm calling somebody out in particular, not <laughs> saying her name. Um, but I love that. I would, I would eat that way too frequently. Oh, so, me too. Yeah. It's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for giving me a problem. I really appreciate you coming You're back. Welcome. Thanks again for like killing your day to come back and talk oh, to Oh, no, so. this is the highlight of my day. Oh, I'm glad <laughs> to hear that. Well, and so uh, we didn't say this in the first half, but this is your first time here at Jungle Gyms, right? It is, yes. Uh, anything that particularly wowed you while you were here? Um, I mean, there's nothing like this where I live, like in Florida. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's massive, first of all. And the decorations are insane. Like the animatronics. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Yeah. Yeah, well. It's crazy. Yeah, when my uncle first said, like my uncle said we were coming to Jungle Gym, I thought it was going to be like like a gym. Yeah. But it's J-I-M. Right. But then he said He's international food. But it's amazing. It's so much better than I expected. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. really cool. It's like an art installation where the entire store is a gift shop. You know? Yeah. You know? I mean, cool. the food is the art, I guess. Right. Truly. Yeah. yeah. Well, right now we are. Look at us against this wall, too. Yeah. It's so cool. Well, that was fun, right? We get a little we got a little bit of the taste of the culture. We get to try some new things. And, you know, if you ever need help finding these products, I'm actually working on a little bit of a repository of some sort. Maybe this will end up as a website. I'm not sure what the final form will be. But right now I'm working. I've been collecting an Excel spreadsheet of all of the products I've talked about on the show, all the items that I've been you know, either reviewed, whatever, uh, as well as guests. That way we can kind of track and say, hey, here's who's been here. Here's some of the things we talked about in case you're one of those people that maybe you don't live super close, uh, but you want to try the stuff we've talked about, and it would be an easy way to check that out. So if you hate that idea, feel free to email me. But if you love that idea, definitely feel free to email me. So moving forward, like I said, we've had some fun. We're, we're doing a lot in what I'm now calling beverage talk. I don't know what they're going to call it. I'm sure that's probably not too far off. I, I feel like someone would probably try to call it pop talk, but I grew up on the East Coast and we call it soda. Okay. Thank you very much. But I wanted to bring Nick in because I thought he'd give us a little insight to this whole world, something that I, again, I have a vested interest in. I love it. Obviously, the audience wants to see more about it. And I can't tell you how many customers I see come in here just to buy make your own six packs of weird different beverages. And maybe Nick can enlighten us a little bit to this. And if not, guess what? You still got a great conversation between two otherwise charming and funny people. Now, before we get into the full episode, I got it. You know, I always say things are big and you'll hear me say it a bunch in the actual interview. But just to give you an idea, when I talk about having a lot of specialty soda, I'm talking a thousand varieties. Okay. The aisle dedicated to this is just about 100 feet long. And if you want to put that in perspective, that's a 10 story building. So that's what I mean by big. So meet Nick. We did our pre-warm-up meditation. <laughs> get, your, get, your, get your syllables out. <laughs> uh, Nick, welcome to the studio. This is, uh, you know, unbeknownst to the audience, this is really your second time in the booth, but we retooled the first time. So this is your true first time on the show. Second time's a charm, I guess. I, that's what they say. I think that's the saying, right? <laughs> I, I actually just increased the number until it is the <laughs> charm. Right? Right you get right, the yeah. 12th time's the charm. You hey, know, the it's 27 times. Who's counting? <laughs> 
Well, 24 is the highest number, so we can't go past that. But. No, Nick, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Glad so to be here. why don't you tell us officially what your position is here, even though I've probably set up a little bit about what you do in the pre-show. Uh, well, I have a couple roles here in the wild jungle. I am the beverage buyer for anything non-alcoholic for both stores. So uh, soda, energy, water, coffee, all the great stuff. That's me. And then I also... Uh, have a management role in the international department and I buy a couple categories internationally, but besides that, that's what I do day to day. So since I'm not as much focusing this week, at least on the international side, what are some of the categories you buy for in international? Uh, Italy and Great Britain and Ireland are my Oh, three. cool. So funny enough, actually, at some point I'll bug you about the Great Britain stuff. So I, I have some questions about that, but I didn't prepare for that today because I wanted, with the success you and I have been having, well, not just you and I, but the creative team have been having on TikTok with our beverages lately. I was yes. like, I got to talk to the gotta soda, make you famous. soda king. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, whatever <laughs> it takes. I'm like, listen, pour it on me. It's fine. It's liquid <laughs> death. I love me. it. Um <laughs> So when I came in, one of my favorite things as a customer about Jungle Gyms is the specialty soda section. Absolutely. That's got to be one of the biggest in the country, right? Absolutely. I don't think you can go any other retailer and see what we have. I mean, the wall alone is it's, it's beautiful going to see the whole wall of glass, all the different flavors, varieties. We got the staples. We got the crazy stuff. I mean, you're not going to find that anywhere else. The crazy stuff always cracks me up. Like I did, uh, and, and maybe depending on the time of this release, I did, uh, I tried butter soda last week Ooh, for yeah. a TikTok. And uh, it was a soda. It was definitely a beverage. I'll put it that it's way. A, it's a weird, it's a weird mix. I mean... Yes, I don't even know how to say it. It's, just, no, it's, it's a weird know, mix. Jungle told me the other day, he's like, if you don't like something, let him know. It's okay. It's like, you know what? It's not my taste. I'll yeah. put it that way. Some of the weird ones, I think I saw, did I see a barf soda recently? Does that sound Oh, accurate? yeah, there's there's barf. There's unicorn yak. You got to have a oh, unicorn, unicorn yak. Of course. I mean, I mean there's, you know, cat, taste the rainbow. cat peas in there. Uh, Is there really a cat pee one? Oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. I, I, I have I have like a, a personal vendetta against a shelf-stable ranch dressing. So, of course, anytime anyone who's ever known me comes into the store, their first stop is to that aisle, and they send me a picture of the ranch soda, soda. bottle, and they're like, yep. when are you going to try this? And I'm like, never. And all of you are not funny. <laughs> Get your own show. Tell no. me how you really feel about <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't think I, – I think I should do a ranch episode at one point just to go off. You know what's funny about that? And I'm sorry to derail the conversation already, but – before I worked here, I shot a little short comedy bit back in Great Britain, of all places, yeah. uh, about my disdain for ranch. I'll, I'll tell just you send what, you the clip. I am 100% with you on that ranch thing because all the years in the restaurant business before I worked here, and yeah. just having to open those packets of ranch, put them in the sauce bottles, God, that smell will change your exactly. life forever. And I can't even imagine tasting it because I can't get past the smell of it. The smell of, of it is just... Beyond disgusting to me. And so the funny enough, going tying back to the soda thing, the ran the butter soda has that funk that's on the ranch in the taste. And that was the first thing I thought of. I mean smell of it. Oh, yeah, God. it's just straight butt flavored. That's the <laughs> smell. I'm just like, oh, I recognize this scent from public restrooms. This smells like Yeah, <laughs> it really does. Yeah, and I mean there's no way I think we can say ass on the show. <laughs> I can't say <laughs> it. <laughs> It again, uh, I think I can say it, but I'm just gonna bleep all gonna these. Bleep it it be funny. I'll find a good bleep for the it. episode of beeps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew we'd have fun about this. Um, how like so? What I have to imagine is: Are there like because you guys, as I understand it, this is what I've come to learn throughout this: is a lot of the ordering and buying and stuff is just like you guys get effectively 
vendor catalogs, for lack of a better description, right? Like of what they have available. Yeah. So each vendor we have like, I don't know, I would say 10, 15 different types of vendors and they'll have their run of sodas. If it's from a soda, a soda shop out in California or Washington or whatever it may be, they have their catalog. We pick and choose the crazier, the better. And then we, you know, we have to build pallets based off that. And then, you know, that's what goes on the shelf. Yeah. I think a great way that I was, I realized this the other day, uh, I was in, I was in Columbus like a month or two ago for a show and I stayed in an Airbnb, a really sweet one, no less, right above uh, uh, Rocket Fizz, I believe is the brand. And they're like, the, they're kind of like, if you turn that aisle into a store, but to give the audience a great idea of how extensive our selection is, we carry their products a here. A ton of their products. Yeah, and I was sort of, I kind of laughed to myself the other day when I saw Rockefeller's branding. I was like, oh, so they've got a store. They've built an entire business around it. Yeah. It is simply a section. So of a lot of our, a lot of like Rockefeller's, for example, yeah. and like a lot of those other types of brands, they are, they come from soda shop or candy shops that sell all these different kinds of candy, different types of soda flavors, and then they go retail with it. And that's where we get their sodas from. So like a lot of the vendors cool. we buy from, you're not, they're like all other retailers aren't buying from them. That those are those candy shops that are buying from them, and they're selling them at the candy shops. Oh, wild! So that's that's really where we find a lot of our crazy, crazy flavors. That's really cool. Yeah. So I, this is something I've been, I this just came to me. Do you try all the flavors when they come in, or you just go, no, that just sounds crazy? I'll Put pick, and okay. pick and choose. I pick and choose. I'm never I'm never gonna try ranch soda. I'm not gonna try dirt soda. But I mean, there are some back there. I walk them like, dude, this is delicious. Like all the cream sodas back there. Oh my cream gosh. Cream sodas, come on, man. Listen, one of the things I love about you buying for, and you, and I should mention this in the audience too, that you are doing this for both stores, right? Correct. Uh, so, but I love that you have a healthy amount of birch beer available. Oh, fantastic. As an East Coast kid, that was my drink, right? And so when I first moved to Cincinnati, I just had, the, it, I just gave it up. But then thanks to a place like Jungle Gyms, birch beer for days. You're welcome. Thank, seriously, thank you. I have... <laughs> I now have this thing about dyes and soda. I'm still drinking what I like, but every so often, if I have the option, I'll go for a clear one over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you brought in Polar's. Uh, they have a they have a zero sugar birch beer right mm -hmm. now. Yeah, it is. I, I, for those of you out there, I always describe birch beer as root beer with an emphasis on the root part. Uh, and it's really good. I'm sorry. I, I'm just going to derail this repeatedly every time that's, I get excited about it. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Uh, derailing things. Um, <laughs> this is our train show. <laughs> but just I, Mark's mind working. Oh, gosh. Just I'm ticking. Uh, you can tell I'm genuinely excited about this because I really do. Look, like I said, it was a, one of the things that amongst all of the other fun and crazy stuff we carry here, something I always would spend money on whenever I came in was always a mixed six pack of something, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw you started carrying some of the, the, I forget the company's name, but they're brewed in Colorado. The, I think it might just be Colorado Soda Company or something like that, but we have a lot of flavors from them. I had first discovered them at a little shop in Vail. And I remember coming back, I was like, I wonder if Jungle Gyms carries it. So of course, when I got here, yeah. you guys had more, you guys, like I'm not part of the company, uh, but we had more flavors available here than they did at their shop in Colorado, which I thought was hilarious. It just depends. I mean, a lot of our, I mean, we try to get a line of something like a line of soda, like all the Rocket Fizzes, not just get one or two of them, we get the whole line. So we stand out. Yeah. I, mean, I even do that with just everyday pop. Like if there's a, a type of energy drink. I just don't want one or two flavors. I want the whole line. So when yeah. you come in, Bang, for example, is a good one. Sure. Bang has like what, 25, 26 flavors? At least. If I don't have all of them, 
I'm not doing you justice because I, I can carry the weird flavor that you can only get here and you're going to buy a bunch of them because you got the the crazy stuff here instead of going down the street and can't get it. Right. Where you're like, oh, well, I can just get the weird tea lemonade flavor yeah. that nobody really wanted. That's yeah. why or the chocolicious bang. You know, you got to have a chocolicious bang. Who doesn't want that? Oh, I even know that was an option. Truly. <laughs> it really is. So then you're also doing the energy drink. Oh, that makes sense too. Like you said, non-alcoholic beverages too. And yeah. I noticed that we started carrying like big lines. Like, well, we, I think you and I talked to the other day about G Fuel, for example. G Fuel, yeah. Big thing, so. Yeah, I mean, G Fuel is something that we can get behind and, again, have all the flavors put on display. People see it. People go nuts for it because it has a following to it. Yeah. And the crazy thing about beverages is it's like it's all about um, trends and followings and, you know, what can you make famous? And you get drinks like Prime out there that has, like, the Logan Paul sponsorship to it. As soon as they get that name on it, you sell it. You sell a ton of them because everyone wants it, and they know that I'm going to carry it. Right, and they know – and not even just that. Like you said, too, you're going to have the whole line where it's not like, hey, we just have red and blue here because those are the – I think that's one of those kind of – maybe a little – a bit of our secret sauce – Right, is that I feel like so many, and not that we don't pay attention to the numbers and stuff, but I feel like some of the our comp- competition in the uh, in the big box game is so focused on the bottom line first, where they're just like, "Listen, we get it. You sell six flavors, we put all six out. Only two of them sold. We're only buying those Correct. two going yeah. forward." Whereas here, I I would imagine it probably more realistically be like, "All right, well, maybe the other flavors didn't sm- sell as much, so maybe there's a slight reduction in those flavors, but." Again, I mean, I still yeah. come here as a consumer just to buy the stuff that I didn't find. You know what I mean? So many vendors will come to me like, hey, I got this drink. It has six flavors. You know, all the other big box, big box guys have these two. You want these two? I'm like, I want all six. And they're like, you want all six? I'm like, yeah, I want all six flavors. And they can't fathom it. And then they like get on their phone right away. Like, can we can we give them all six flavors at the same time? Yeah. Like, and Absolutely. Some of they, it's the change for a dollar schedule. Like, yeah, get them up. Uh. Uh, Eventually yeah. the president is just like, yeah. He's here like, flavors. why do you want all six flavors? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why don't you want to sell them yeah, to me? Just, this is, do you, is there something we're not missing in this? Do you want to sell these to me? <laughs> Should you sell these to me? The customer wants the flavors. <laughs> that's what we're finding out. I think people in general want the variety. I think that's why we see these trends go viral, right? Yeah. I think people want that variety. Look, uh, the the you and I started talking way more frequently than we had been after we did the thing with uh, you brought in the Nitro Pepsi and yeah. like I say early, early compared to some of the other stores that I'd seen it at. But we had that in here, uh, to my knowledge, first. Uh, it, we were on the first. A lot of those guys give exclusives to the other bigger guys just because they have the sure. volume or whatever. Of course. But I always try to wiggle my way in there and like butter up to the guys like, hey, come on, just give me one day early. Just one day, just right. a smidgen a little early. And look, we did. And it was funny because like that thing went after it was starting to hit public shelves. But I drank it. I mean, you had it on our shelf. I remember it was like the weekend before and I took it home that Friday night yeah. when it first hit shelves. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I wasn't as crazy about the regular flavor as I was the vanilla, but I was like, what a cool thing, right? Like it's kind of like they did it. Pepsi in this case did a really interesting thing where they took something that was going popular in other beverage formats, right? Like we see nitro beers all the time. Coffees. You see nitro coffees, exactly. And people want that smooth thing. And they were like, you know what? Let's go for it. Yeah, let's try it. I kind of like Pepsi's innovation. I, you know, I, I'm an ardent Coke Zero drinker, but I feel like Pepsi does more interesting innovations more frequently. Especially with uh, Mountain Dew. I mean, they take oh, yeah. Mountain Dew and they make it into whatever flavor you can imagine. Right. I mean, just their innovation coming up is this Mountain Dew crazy and the flavors are coming up with are just, it's 
awesome. Is there any, and, and that's something I'm super curious about. And I know we'll see a lot of it on like social. I know we'll see it on the video show that's coming soon. I know we'll see it on TikTok and all that stuff. Is there anything on that? And you can even mention. Yeah. Uh, Flaming Hot Mountain Dew is coming out on Monday. So I think we'll it's already it. in the Eastgate, right? No, it's coming Monday to Eastgate. Oh, to so Eastgate. we'll have okay. it a couple days. Uh, Baja Blast coming out with some new crazy Ooh. tropical flavors coming yeah. very soon. Uh, I'm going to have that at the end of April. Okay. Um, and then there's some other funner things coming, but we'll keep those. We'll, we'll keep them we'll, hush, hush. future video. Hush, hush. Yeah. No, I'm into <laughs> it. I, I'm right with you, too. You know, and it's funny, not that I want this to be a bidding war here, but if Coke and Pepsi are listening, please bid for me because I love you, Coke Zero, and I also love Pepsi. And, Pe you know, I mean, Pepsi was, look, Pepsi made the right decision in my life because they let me star in their commercials. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I really like them both. I, I, it's funny because I wanted to bring up one of the other early ones that we got here was, was the uh, the Coke Starlight. Starlight, so Starbright. That's, yeah, and I it's like, first star I did see that night and that was one where i feel like it, what's funny and so that you mentioned the mountain dew thing and this is where my brain's going is that coke keeps trying to tweak coke only coke only coke whereas and and i would argue that for the most part pepsi predominantly tweaks mountain dew however i would say that mountain dew seems like a more versatile flavor and what i keep thinking with coke is that i'm like i love that you're trying new things can you try them as sprite flavors because i feel like every time they launch one of these i'm always like Damn, that's pretty good. You know, it'd be really yeah, good as the only as a sprite. <laughs> the only time they ever want to play with sprites during Christmas time. They yeah, want to put a little cranberry, cranberry in there. Yeah, and a little bit of spice and, and make they it all only nice. did that because uh, Canada Dry was yeah, cornering yeah. the cranberry market. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm on to you, Coke. But I mean, right now they're so far behind in production. They came and they came and scrapped to keep up. I'm assuming that's a problem probably across the board for most of these manufacturers, right? Correct. It's it's hurting Coke for us more than it is anywhere because how big Coke is. Once sure. once a big company like that falls behind trying to get caught back up. Yeah. You can never do it. Oh yeah. I, uh, I think I lamented to you the other day, my all time favorite beverage was cherry vanilla Coke zero. And I, I think I told you, it was like at the beginning of the pandemic, I, as soon as that started, I was like, uh Oh, the new flavor is probably not going to last. So I bought as much as I could afford that week. And I just remember the supply dwindling. I found it like once or twice since, and then I'm assuming it's probably just going to go by the way. So yeah, I haven't seen that in months. Yeah. Maybe in a 20 ounce, but nothing like yeah, package wise. Right. Exactly. And, and you know, I, and I get it. I mean, I can't even imagine what it's like for them to keep up on production for all oh. of these kinds of products. It's, it's gotta be insane. I, yeah. I mean, I, I see it fluctuate. I mean, like we have Easter coming up. So the demand for soda is going to be really high and they're going to suffer for like a couple weeks afterwards, get caught up. And then you got like Memorial Day, July 4th, right? You got Labor Day, boom, 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 right at the, and that's one that we had the big shortage last year is right after Labor Day last year, three holidays in a row, they just, they were tanked and they had Coke, Diet Coke, Coke Zero is bright. That's all they could afford. I mean, yeah. that's all they could make because yeah. they couldn't keep up with the flavors. Right. And it's like you had, and, and I would imagine for them at that point, it's kind of just like, Lock the doors, guys. We're just going to produce what we can get out there. Which Here's is four, and that's what you get. And and look, I mean, and look, they are a juggernaut in the industry. They're killer. They make great product. I, uh, it's just, it's wild. To see. It's wild to see even a huge corporation like that. That's like probably one of the biggest on the planet also struggle. You oh, know? the way that the source things, I mean, just them telling me like, hey, we got these cans from Guatemala or something like that. I'm like, holy moly. Like, yeah. that's how far they're trying to outsource just aluminum cans to provide in 12 packs. I mean, it's nuts. I think I said this when Vault was on the show because we were talking about, um, we were talking about like 
packaging for dairy products and how like a big thing behind the cream cheese shortage of 2022 was really not about the cream cheese itself, but was just like, we just don't have cardboard boxes to put them in. Yeah. So what I'm really curious about, and maybe you can potentially shed some insight into this on the, in the soda side is what will packaging look like in the future now that we've established that this is kind of a problem, right? I think it's going to be bare minimum. I mean, you can see brands coming in for the first time. They got this beautiful cardboard box and all this stuff. And then it comes the next time and it's like a blank box. Right. Because it's, I mean, so many products launch, like Prime, for example, was a good one. It came in, we got it, and then they put a hold on because they can't bottle it because they don't have the plastic or they don't have the cardboard for the, the box to put the, the product in. Yeah. And it puts them on hold. And they're like, you know what? screw that. Let's just get it out as fast as we can. And at least we have the bottle. Yeah. So you're going to see, I mean, you're not going to see these elaborate pack ca- case packaging anymore because why, why waste your time? I've always kind of wondered that. And then uh, on the same, I, I go back and forth, right? I think about a time where a part of me wants to loudly just be like, I don't care at all, whatever packaging. But then I think about how upset I was when Hershey's, <laughs> Went from their nice foil wrapped and paper covered packaging to yeah. what's now like the really cheap, thin plastic. And it's stupid. Why should I even care? At the end of the day, I just want chocolate that hasn't been touched by every child in the grocery store, yeah. pretty much. Um, but I think ultimately you're right. That's got to be the move. Like what? And I kind of wonder, I mean, I guess in one hand, the packaging is physical marketing in a weird way, Great. right? Like, it's like, oh, I know that that's a... Well, for example, Coke just changed the packaging on vanilla and cherry and a bunch of those. I saw cherry zero boxes, yeah, yeah, which I think, personally, I love the aesthetic. I like that they kept the branding kind of similar across the board. And while, sure, maybe personally I would change a few colors, yeah. I am not a successful soda maker, so what do I know? But uh, I think seeing that, yeah, maybe that would be interesting. I, I kind of hope in a weird way that it is... I think there could be like global ramifications in a good way of us changing our need to have yeah. packaging. I mean, so many um, water brands that come in glass bottles mm-hmm. have stopped making glass bottles. Like Voss, for example, used to be sure. all their bottles, they were in glass. They just stopped doing it because A, the cost is so high, and B, you can't get the glass. So put in a plastic bottle, save you $3 a case, and then there you go. Right. And I mean, a lot of like going back to my international stuff, a lot of my Italy pasta sauces, same thing. I mean, a lot of pasta sauces are dropping the glass and going to plastic. It's just it's cheaper for you, cheaper for them, and all around and better for everyone. Yeah, that sounds good to me, too. And I like the idea, too, where I can't tell you how often I have accidentally dropped things in glass. And that is the word. You know, I, I, have a, I know I've talked about it a bunch in here, but I have a decent commute home. Yeah. I, so here's a great example. I bought a jar of a uh, syrup I really enjoyed when I was out of town this weekend. And I was so hyped about it. And it made a, f- a four or five hour drive home, no problem, right? Like I walked through town with it. It's fine. I got to my door <laughs> and dropped it right there. <laughs> and, I, and thankfully it was okay. Yeah. You know, it was one of those where I was like able to at least catch it a few times on the way to the ground. Oh, but so I just bad. had that moment where I was like, I just spent $12 on this glass jar of product, which I was already like, oh, they got me, <laughs> you know, because I was like, this is clearly $6 worth. Um, but I was I was just like, oh my gosh, this is such a me moment where I'm like, this can't, I'm going to be so angry in 30 seconds. And thankfully it was fine. But yeah, I'm like changing the plastics and other things. You think that'd be the move. And, you know, I keep thinking about recyclability too, where I thought the aluminum problem would be lesser, just judging from how often I see that kind of get recycled. And I know, Correct. I, well, you know, tying into one of our favorite companies, Liquid Death, I think yeah. that's a big reason they went to an all aluminum build is they were kind of like, 
death to plastic and our cans are fully recyclable now, you know? Yeah. That's their, that's their big all motto is, you know, if you go online, you try to buy a case from liquid death online, they make you sign like this fake waiver, like you'll kill plastic. Like you're only going to drink aluminum <laughs> and it's fantastic, that's man. Genius. I mean, their marketing campaign is just, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. And I think that's why we sell so much of it is because people see it and it's just this one, it's a great looking product. Yeah. And two, it, it's a damn good product. It tastes good too. I so it was one of those that I I loved the branding from the moment I saw it. This is obviously before I worked here, and I it was just one of those things where I was like, "Do I want water in a can?" Now I should mention, and while I don't want this to sound disparaging to Monster or anything like that, because I do occasionally enjoy myself a Monster Ultra, yeah. any of their sugar free beverages, but when I was doing uh, concert and festival coverage for my old radio show. Uh, the first two days of the festival were always awesome because you had like tons of free monster. It was great. But by like day three, most of the cans would be have run dry, right? And they'd start bringing in what they call monster tour water. And mm. it's just, it was just, it looked like a regular can of like the black with the green label monster, but it says tour water on it. It was just canned water. And it kind of left a proverbial bad taste in my mouth because while I like the rest of their products, I was like, oh, their water definitely tastes like it was in a can, which unfortunately swayed me or dissuaded me for a time from trying other canned waters because I was like, yeah. is this going to taste too much like the can, right? And I think that's a, I think if you ask a lot of water drinkers, they will talk about the flavor of the vessel no matter what. Um, and so when I started here, one of our distribu distributors, I think it was someone from 17 Star. I know Jason's. His Jason, name. yeah. Yeah, Jason's stars. great. Yeah. Uh, and I had met him. I met him at a, an event we did with Bombonery, funny enough, to launch our stout. Yeah. Uh, and then I, he was like, I keep seeing you at the store. I'm assuming you work there kind of a thing. And we got to be friendly. And one day he mentioned Liquid Death in passing. He's like, it's great. Yeah. And I was kind of like, are you being, is this funny? I'm like, are you being serious? And he's like, yeah, it's awesome. So the next time I'm in the store, he's like, hey, man. I brought, bought you a couple cans. So he brought me, at this point, they hadn't launched the flavors yet. So I had the still and the, the sparkling. sparkling. And I fridged them both up. And my first comment as soon as I drank the still water was like, I can't believe how good this tastes. Exactly. It tastes zero like can. And, uh, and I'm assuming we're going to see more of that in the future, right? Yeah. But I was so impressed with that. I'm a big seltzer drinker in general. So the sparkling water was probably an easy sell ultimately anyway. Mm -hmm. But it is... Uh, I know that was an incredibly meandering story to get to this point, <laughs> but I know, but it was like that thing where I'm like, I, it totally changed my, they were a brand that has totally taken something that I had somewhat of a negative viewpoint on and absolutely turned it around. And then, you know, we've seen some success with that, our stuff we've done with them on TikTok and the flavors are stupid, delicious. So good. I can't believe so it. So good. I, the, I, they have like just what, like a gram or two of, I think, agave in there. I was reading the other day. Uh, I was like, oh, that's a little bit of the cheat, quote unquote. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, cool. That's a trick. But man, I've been drinking and a crazy amount of it. And if I'm not mistaken, are we a big, we're a big deal to them, right? I think we're their biggest retailer they got. I mean, hands down. I mean, we crush it for them. I mean, they are willing to wheel and deal and play ball and, they love the JJs. Every time the guys are in town, they come in and see it. So cool. I, and they, they think that this store is crazy because they're like, oh, we're all about selling cases. We want to sell cases like 12-pack at a time. I'm like, boys, the money's in the can. Right. And we sell a ton of those cans, and they just they love it. And I love it. I'm going to give a shout-out to somebody that tagged us on TikTok today. I don't, I don't have the name in front of me, uh, but he drove from Louisville because of our TikTok the other day because by him, they only sell the cases. And he was like, I was afraid to commit to a case of this. So I drove 
90 minutes, probably longer than that. I think it's like yeah. 90 minutes it's to my house. house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I was like, it's probably longer than that, right? Drove to Fairfield Jungle Gyms solely to buy individual canned flavors of Liquid Death. And he loved them all. Like, it was great little, it was a longer yeah. TikTok. But it was this cute thing where I was just like, oh, A, sounds like the TikTok and podcast marketing is working. So that was like a nice little, I could put that feather in my cap. There you go, pet your old yeah, back there, buddy. Exactly. I bought a, I actually hired a professional back <laughs> It's been great. Um, Every but, Monday, how you doing? <laughs> He runs out of steam around Wednesday, so we'll <laughs> they'll bring it up in his performance review. But I thought that was really cool. And you're so right. I think, I, again, I, I, to tie this back into the bigger picture of Jungle Gyms, what I think has been so popular for so many people is that we are kind of a break a can. I mean, look, you see it in beer and wine, for example. Yeah. There are so many random one-off beers that I've tried that I would not, you know, especially with like rising costs these days, I think about a lot of like the, especially if you're getting into the sour beer game, which I really like, mm -hmm. you're looking at like 25 plus a four pack if you're getting something good, which I'm fine with paying if I like if it. you like it, you know And the it. thing is, it's like, sometimes it's a gamble, right? Yeah. Where you're like, oh gosh, is the label just the cool part here? And look, more often than not, I strike gold. But I think that plays with all of these things. I think that's probably why our specialty sodas are so popular because it's like, would you buy a case of buffalo wing soda? Maybe not, but would no. you buy one of them to try with your friend? But if I give you a little six pack and you can build your own six pack, are you going to do it? Yeah, Heck yeah, you're going to do it. Oh yeah, I think it. And so you much might fun. grab two or three that you know are good, like a cheer wine that you've had all the time, right. or a Virgil's that is good. But then you're also going to grab that barf soda to for for yeah. gag gift or whatever. Yeah, you'll try it once so, at least. Yeah, and that's the same thing with liquid death. I mean, I told him I was like, you got to put this stuff as a single can because a you don't know what it is yet. You see the picture of the can, you love it but you'll grab one or two and you'll try it and you'll come back then you'll buy the case. Yeah, because their branding is so cool. Oh, so cool. From the jump, it was one of those brands where I was like, oh, I'm so mad about this because I wish I had thought of this. I know. Right, because it's like, you know, once you see somebody do it, you're like, of course, it's so simple. Cool branding and advertising on a product that we already buy. Water. And look what they've done though. They've like revolutionized a segment of the market. Every time I tell Jungle about it, he goes, when are you going to make us rich? I'm like, what do you mean? When are you going to make us rich? And think of something like cane in a water, water in a can. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm pushing myself every day selling this stuff. <laughs> I'm going to, Jungle, if you're listening to this episode, we got to just do a whole podcast line of products that we'll just use this branding on the wall and everything. And we'll just keep making that stuff. And then we'll, that's how we do it. And then what will be fun, hear, hear me out. If it's a terrible idea, shut it down on the show because I know the audience will love that. <laughs> uh, but imagine that. It's like, it could all be collaborative products. Like you and I could come up with a soda product or something some sort of beverage, beverage product. Something together. that's unique. And we could have a unique product for every every department that wants to work with me. I'll put it that way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we could do something like that. It would be a lot of fun. I mean, if you could just think of something like canned water and you could sell it and make millions, why yeah. not? We could just take it. Again, it's not even, you just got to, we have to take an existing product and go, how do we make our market? How that? to make it right. better. How to make it better. Yeah. Because again, for years, I really wouldn't drink canned water solely because of one bad experience at the Sonic Temple Festival in 2019. Darn monster. So, great. You know what? And I, and I you know, it's funny because I always feel bad because it's like, I was like, did I just slam Coke? I'm like, no, I love Coke. I, I love all of these products. But, you know, it's that's the beauty of podcasts, right? Discussing say our Say what thoughts. you want to say. Yeah, exactly. You know what I think would be a lot of fun? And this is... You can tell me no, but the audience can also tell me no by sending me an email at podcast at junglegyms.com. Nice but you know what I think would be really cool for us to do as a future episode is you and I should come up with a sixer 
Okay. That's like a pick your own six pack of any of the products that you carry in your sections. And then what we will do is like weeks leading up to it, we'll do promos on the show going, Hey, you got two weeks to come in. And of course, if creatives listening and panicking right now, don't, I'm, you all are in the conversation, but I think it'd be so much fun if we came up with a little sixer and we can make like a little pack that's specifically for it or an end cap. I don't know how yeah. that works. So I'm just speaking without knowledge. Uh, and then get customers to come in to buy those specific set mixed packs so that then when the episode airs, which is you and I going through a taste and demonstration of all the ones, they could taste along at home with us. I think that is a swell idea. Sam. I think it'd be fun, right? It would be fun. I think it'd be great. And I think, I think, and you know, audience, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's like a cool way to do interactivity with the podcast. And you could watch, you know, what the video set up by that point. Yeah. So you'll be able to watch it as we go. You and I know you will have probably some specific favorites out there. I know I'll have some specific some specific favorites out there. Maybe we'll even let them vote on a sixth flavor. You know, maybe that sixth spot. You got to throw, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. And you got to throw something funny in there. Oh, can't, at least one weird It one. can't be all just straight mainstream. You no, got to no, go to wires. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, you mentioned cheer wine before. I was like, that's probably one that definitely ends up oh, in there because sure. it's a safe bet. And you know, what's funny is how many people still haven't tried it. A lot of people. And I can't believe people who go, what's cheer wine? I'm like, man, Best city of your life. It really is. It's top tier. Oh, top I notch. would drive. They're out of. Are they North Carolina, South Carolina? One of the Carolinas. It's I down think. south. Yeah, for sure. I uh, I would. We should go visit the plant someday. But yeah, it's great. So they bottle it. There's a little bottling plant right there in uh, Kentucky. They do cheer wine and LA together. Oh, I had no idea. All right, so that's an even shorter drive. I'm way into that. Oh, I'm all, I'm all I think that it. would be super cool. I'm all about it. Yeah, I couldn't get LA. Was one that was hard for me to get into. It's a little yeah, too I'm not, that's a, Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big into the ginger ale category. I like a ginger beer. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's funny. I find, I, like, if it's too gingery, I usually start tapping out. So it's like ginger ale. That's why I'm like a Canada dry usually is the move for me because it's more sweet than ginger. They, yeah, yeah. I think they nail the balance pretty well. Do you have some favorites on the floor? Uh, what? Where you want to go? You want to go glass? Let's go. Wanna... Let's go glass first. Uh, glass. I'm a big, uh, we said cheer wine. I'm a big cheer wine guy. Uh, Virgil's is one of my favorite. They have a nice little blend of, uh, mixes of flavors. Ooh, yeah. Uh, old school Fago. I mean, Fago yeah. and glass. Fantastic. Re- Fago makes glass. Yeah. Too. I didn't even Dude, know. So the month in May. Okay. 99 cents. Be here, be square. I'm into it. Um, uh, Fago, you know, we were joking a little bit about this off air, but like Fago to me is just so firmly entrenched in the ICP juggalo community yeah. that I kind of haven't tried a lot of it. Not for any other reason than I'm afraid someone's going to be like, oh, you're a juggalo. I'm already wearing crazy clothing. It's, I was it's like, okay. no, no, no. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cheaper soda, but it's, it's nostalgia. It's good. I mean, same thing. Like, you know, if you have a Fago... You're going to have a Stewart's, right? A Stewart's soda, Stewart's cream soda. Fantastic. Yeah, classic. Hank. Oh, classic, yeah. good. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with those mixes. And obviously, we have our weirder stuff too. But sure. I mean, a nice glass orange Fago. Tap me in, son. All right. I'll jump into that. Are, they have like diet versions too. Are they pretty good too? Uh, not as good as the standards. Not in glass. So okay. glass, you just have your standard five. And then and like the our classic ones. one liters have the diets and all that fun okay, stuff. Cool. Yeah, the glass is just a straight cane sugar. Like Ruby or Red, uh, Vanilla. That's awesome. Yeah, it's so good. I, and you know, and now I'm sitting here, I can like see the branding too. So I'm like, I'm an idiot. I know we had yeah, that. Yeah, and there. the good thing about the specialty soda wall is that all of that is 
cane sugar. So it's like the only way for it to get on the wall. And the way we separate it from my stuff oh. to specialties, uh, it's got to be pure cane sugar to go on the wall. Oh, cool. I had no idea. That's yeah, actually yeah. amazing. So like the first question when it's like you come to me and say, hey, I have this line of soda I want you to sell. And you're like, I'm like, okay, cane sugar, yes or no? And you say no, you're going to pop. Right. You say yes, you'll go on the wall. Oh, a little class for the establishment. Yeah, it's like got to be a lot. little feng shui for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, and that's a great way to do it. The, yeah. uh, you know, one of my favorites that you carry the whole line of, and I used to have to order it, and I'm so glad, but it's Sprecker. Yeah, Sprecker. Oh. Yes, Sprecker. Their whole, that's another factor I'd like to go to because they're, apparently they're brew, quote yeah. unquote, I'm putting it in air quotes, but they still do like wood-fired kettles to do most of their stuff, which is so cool. I'll tell you what, since you said Spricker, I forgot about it. There is a burger restaurant, Liberty Township. Okay. Me and my brother went and they had Sprecker soda in the bottle there. And I was like, I'm going to have one just for, for giggles. Yeah. And I got a cream soda. Oh my God, man. Yeah. You talk about the best cream soda you've ever had in your life is Sprecker cream soda. I feel that way about their cherry cola. Oh yeah. And I love cherry Coke, but it's like that their cherry cola, you know, to make another local reference, uh, like if you get a cherry Coke at Frisch's with oh, the yeah. ice, it's got that like, it's got that like we use cherry, like good grenadine in the this Coke This is grenadine cherry sauce. <laughs> it, really, it really felt like it. it's one of those things where like, again, like I said, I love cherry Coke, I love cherry Pepsi, whatever, I'm into it. But this felt like someone deliberately blended the flavors together for each bottle and it cracks me up. Like you said, their cream soda is stupid. They're, uh, I got the, I found the other day, we had low-cal versions of a few of the flavors. Yeah. Even those were really good. The yeah. orange one in particular in the low-cal was stupid and they I think they just use a little honey to sweeten it. Brilliant. Zero, zero, like zero anything is like the new, the new go-to. Like yeah. if you don't have Sprecker Zero or Virgil Zero, you're not, they're not going to sell because there's so many guys who want the pure nostalgia, cane yeah. sugar, pure whatever. And then the other people who want, I still want that, but I got my zero sugar. And right. I, I mean, zero sugar is the move for sure in a lot of categories. You know, going back to the Virgil's thing, I always liked them as well. And they, and I think they may have discontinued this one, but one of my favorite things they ever made was they had, and I think they had it in full sugar and more importantly, they had it in zero too, yeah. but it was uh black cherry cream soda. Mm. That was a flavor combination. I, it was, what's the expression? I, uh, it was a dream. I didn't know I had, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I, I, I used to buy it all the time and we were one of the only places I could regularly find it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know if we still have it. I had to go double check. I think it's gone now. I think they discontinued that. Specific I wonder if it was product. an LTO. I'll have to ask. Oh well, yeah. You're I good will guy ask enough. my. Sp I will ask my if, Virgil guy if they. If I'll they, call him right now if you want me to. <laughs> I, that would actually kind of be hilarious. <laughs> hey Matt, you got this? It's like and they're like, no, it's that. You're like, okay, well, right, this is awkward. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you have favorites in the non-specialty in the non-glass? Yeah. Go -to for uh, you? We want yeah. to learn your taste, Nick. Right? If, if you wanted to be Nick Hughes for a day and you yeah. wanted to go to the special little aisle, uh, I'm going to have Prime. I think Prime is great. Okay. Alani New is delicious. I, it doesn't Alani matter New what, is doing some good stuff right oh, now. Oh, man. They came out with Blue Slushy, and it tastes like a summer night or summer day when you're like six years old, <sighs> and you go get a snow cone. Oh, my God. It's so good. They had that Witch's Brew came out for Halloween. Fantastic. Uh, fantastic, for fantastic. sure. That was one of the best. I'm not a huge energy drink guy in general. Me either. But that was one I repeatedly made. I was like, I'm a break. And I'll this. tell you what I tried yesterday for lunch. Yeah. And it would blow your mind how good it is. Lonnie New has these fit shakes. And they're oh, like yeah. crunchy flavors. It has like pretzels and caramel flavor in it. And they have fruity cereal. Oh, my God, man. 
Delicious. Really cool. Like, I saw them in I saw them in store, and I've, I've yeah. been curious about it. You would think that they'd have like like protein taste, like that chalky taste. Yeah, nowhere close. Just oh, delicious, so cool. man. Oh, mm. so good. Well, I've got a, a can of the blue slushy chilling too, because I've been curious oh, to try God. that too. And there was a, don't they have another summer flavor coming out? Uh, they have like an Arctic white or something. Arctic like that? white just launched too. Very good as well. Cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, G Fuel has some good flavors. Um, I just tried Wample Fruit, the oh, Crash Bandicoot flavor. You should see. We shot a Crash Bandicoot themed TikTok for trying that. Ooh, baby. We even shot it like Crash Bandicoot, like the footage in the game. It's That's very awesome. Silly. Yeah. See, the good thing about, the cool thing about G Fuel is that they go after like those characters that they had the Spider-Man launch. Right. They have Crash. And we have Sonic. Uh, Sonic. I mean, Sonic just, was the first one I tried. Yeah. I really liked the And it's just dreams. like that stuff just gravitates to like guys like you and I in the generation where yeah. we used to play Crash nonstop or For Sonic. Sure. I mean, it's just awesome. And they keep bringing those mascots back now. I'm like, I keep, I read some article this morning that was like Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the movie. I know. It's the biggest movie in the world My right daughter now. comes to me and goes, Dad, I want to see Sonic Hedgehog 2. I'm like, excuse me? How do you even know who that is? And she's like, Dad, my, my buddy from school. I'm like, there's no way you know what Sonic is. Apparently, he cornered the animation market for a long time while we were like in that phase where we were too old yeah. to be watching kids' TV still, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it's like that happened because the games haven't really been good in a very, very long time. Although I'm sure a legion of Sonic fans just got very, very mad at me. Right yeah. Now, yeah. And I'm like, I'm a traditional. I played the Sega Genesis. I love those games. And then they did a did one called Sonic Mania that was like a love letter to the original ones and it's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But aside from that, I'm like, I'm just skipping it. So when I saw him on the can, I kind of had that same reaction where I was like, really? I just thought it was cool because it was Sonic. I'm Me like, too. Dude, when's the last time you saw and Sonic? guess what? It's peach range flavored, it's zero sugar, and it is incredibly accurate in its description of mm. flavor. Yeah. You know, and having tried Wumpa Fruit now, I now know what Wumpa fruit tastes like. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, that's the only thing I ever wondered as a kid when I was playing Crash. Like, what does a Wumpa fruit <laughs> taste like? And then lo and behold, I get this job of Jungle Gyms. I get the flavor. And now I know what a Wumpa fruit tastes like. See, Jungle Gyms. Mission just accomplished. Come true. <laughs> Thank you, Sir Jungle. That's right. Well, and I guess this is a good way for me to just toss everybody. Like, check out our TikTok if you get a chance. You can follow yeah. us there at Jungle Gyms Market uh, because we'll have some of these. I, I'm really loving using that as like a review template for everything because people get really interactive. And you know what's been fun is how out of almost all of the social media platforms, that seems to be one where people are really eager to interact with each other. Oh yeah. And and I'm I was sort of surprised by that. Like I did not and not that this needs to be a TikTok bit, but I was incredibly surprised to find that that was such a thing. You know, I knew people watched it, but I and I just really thought it was all about well, I guess to back up, until we launched our own here, I wouldn't go so far as to say I refused to get into TikTok. But I kind of viewed it, I was like, oh, this is going to be a mindless scroll and I'm going to lose my, all of my productivity if I get into it. So I'm yeah. very much the type where I was like, just don't even start. <laughs> like, just don't start the addiction. It won't happen, Mark. And I, uh, but now getting into it, it's been fun because I was right in that it is a time sink and you will get lost in the scroll and yes, it's just a lot of short form content. But if you're, po if you're the poster people do want to talk about it. I mean, like literally the first few hours of my day to day, we're just responding to people all day who were excited about what we did. Even before we had a TikTok, I mean, the amount of people that were in Jungle Gyms TikToking was was kind of impressive. I yeah. mean, you would just search Jungle Gyms and just people like, oh, I'm at the Eastgate location and just walking through yeah. and, just, and it'd be mind blowing. So I definitely think there's a huge platform for us there. It's been crazy. We've been... And I'm incredibly thankful and incredibly grateful for this. We've been really successful really quick. And it's been great, but it's been really fun to 
dive into that world. Yeah. And so maybe part of this is me going like, hey, other mid to late 30 year olds, <laughs> don't hate it too much. You yeah. know what I mean? If you're really worried about it, make a fake account and just scroll through or whatever. You'll have fun. But it's like, you know, it's like anything else. You just find the stuff that you get excited about. And obviously people have been very excited about beverage related things. Thank you, people. Yeah. Uh, we had a big <laughs> you're one. You're making me look really great. Yeah. That and then cheese has is having a great weekend. I right tell you what, I logged on yesterday and I saw how many views that cheese video had. I looked at my wife and I said, I have been replaced. And I was <laughs> I was upset. I was upset. <laughs> No, I think, look, I think it's going to be really fun. It, it, you know, this is the wave of the future, and then we oh, yeah. can just ride it. We're going to be surfers. That's it. So thank you for being a part of it in the first place. Hey, I'm all about it. I, I know. I kept joking that we should just keep up the thing where I'm never going to include you in your department. <laughs> I was just like, he takes my products, he gets famous on my products, and he won't put me on. What's even funnier is the Nitro Pepsi one was kind of, I wouldn't say an accident. It was something I wanted to do at some point. Yeah. But it was one of those where our original idea did not go through and I was like, well, it's six o'clock. I've got to get something out today. And so I happened to walk by the nitro. I was like, you know what? That's what we're doing. And see, that's a product. And I was telling guys this. I said, that's a product that's going to be hot at first. It's going to come in. It's like the McRib. It comes in. That's my McDonald's reference for you. Yeah, exactly. It's going to come in. It's going to blow your mind. And then it's going to be gone. Right. It's going to fade away. I'm, do you think that they manufacture some of those products with that intention? Yeah, they're called LTOs, limited time offers. Oh, okay. So like the flaming Hot, same thing. So it comes in, blow your mind for a second, because they know if they sold it all day, every day, they're going to sell three units. Right. Because you're only going to want a flaming Hot Mountain Dew one time. Yeah, which reminds me, did you try the one I gave you Yes, yet? I did. <laughs> so. And it was, it was good going down, and after the fact, it was like, why is my throat on fire? Right. It's a very, it was a very it's interesting a weird tingling. Like it was like right here in the middle of your, like the back behind your throat. And it's just like a weird tingling sensation. I'm like, yeah. this is not fun for me. It was, it was odd. I, uh, I, well, I think if you've seen the video and that one also did pretty well, it was, it was delicious. And, and for those of you listening, that was actually, I shot that video last September. Yeah. Cause I got that. You cheated. I got that before I was even a jungle gyms employee officially. Yeah. And I was just like, well, I got this product. Let's just do a video because I had a bunch of stuff with me that day. And then we were able to repurpose it for TikTok, which was really fun. Uh, and also fun to see how my style of dress has changed dramatically. <laughs> I was like, cool. I don't have to wear like the, I can wear the cool clothes now, but going down, it was, I, I liked it. It really kind of tasted like Mountain Dew with a little, maybe a little bit of spice, some root. Somebody said ginger to me. I was like, maybe that was the flavor, yeah. but then it was just that throat experience. And it reminded me so much of there was this like, I say legendary in air quotes, energy drink years ago in like the early 2000s called cocaine. Yes. Well, yeah, but, and, used to, yep. and it had the same tingle in the throat where it was supposed to be like, it's just like doing cocaine. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, thank you. And I'm so glad that like all, it was really just marketing to all of us like teenagers yeah. are like, yeah, yeah. you want to do cocaine at the Speedway. <laughs> I'm like, not really. Uh, I don't want to do anything at Speedway. Uh, but I, I, that was the first thought I had was I was just like, oh my gosh, it tastes like, yeah, it, it, it just had that like burn sensation. I gave a can to my barber who was very excited to try it, but yeah. did not have a great experience, even though he had the same thing where he was like, it tasted good. And then it <laughs> made my stomach feel bad. And I was like, I was afraid welcome. to drink it warm. So I definitely let it chill for a day that and a half because yeah. I just think if you would drink it, just draw it out the shelf, it would tear you up yeah tear you up it's funny how that works because usually i'm pretty good with the spice so thankfully i didn't have any gastrointestinal things no so no no good no, news yeah. there 
See, that's the weird thing talking about that Nitro Pepsi is that I opened it uh-huh. right off the shelf. I was like, I'm going to crack this open and drink it. And then oh. all the bubbles, I was like, I was just covered in <laughs> Nitro mess. And I was like, this is a mistake. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, uh, one of our first big videos on TikTok was somebody, it was me responding to somebody who said I poured it wrong. And I was like, actually. <laughs> Feng Shui, I can read your label. Yeah, Thank yeah, you exactly. very much. <laughs> and they were very nice about it, obviously. <laughs> they weren't trying to be a jerk or anything like that, but it was funny to me to try it. And uh, it was fun. Well, I look forward to more fun beverage experiences with you, Nick. Anytime. Like, seriously, if you ever get anything fun new coming out of yeah. the pipeline, let's do something weird about it. Yeah. I mean, every time I get a nice little flavor, I'm going to throw it your way. Likewise. I'm going to spice your world up. Ooh, spice up my life. Ooh, girl. Only the Spice Girls have threatened to do that <laughs> to me so far. So thank you for being the well, I'll second. be number two. Yo, well, you're technically number six. I think there were five of them. <laughs> There were definitely five. Nick, thank you so much for your time. Seriously, I appreciate Absolutely. you coming down. Looking forward to uh, whatever weird thing we do next. Nick, thanks for your time. Thank you for supporting the TikToks, even though I refuse to let you be in them. Even though you also claim my views would double. We'll see about that. No, all kidding aside, thank you so much. And I look forward, we'll, we'll have you back soon to do our little six-pack trick idea that we talked about, as well as I think it'd be fun if we dove in a little bit onto your side of the international side. As I, uh, you know, I know we talked about it in the interview, but I, I have a lot of fond memories of shooting my ranch skit in the back of one of your departments. So if you weren't here at the time, no thank you. But if you were here, thanks for letting me do a silly thing in that part of the store. Well, folks... Like I said towards the top of the episode, I believe that this is the final audio-only episode of the show. How exciting is that? Aren't you excited to see video too? Now, mind you, this version you're listening to right now, it's not going anywhere. You're still going to be able to download the podcast easily this way. But I think that Jungle Gyms is such an experience that we'd be remiss if we didn't give you visual references like you know i know you watched a few months back when we did like the hot pot episode and we've done a few other ones i think this is the future i think getting out there getting on the road occasionally walking through certain like there's just certain things i could sit here all day long and be like it's a really big section here's a relative idea like that's cool but you know what's even cooler is walking through that section and we can show it off to you you know Think about it. Think about how many times I was just watching a clip with uh, when Burt Kreischer came here a few years back with his show. And how cool was that? Like, I mean, it's just a cool thing. And a lot of people watched it. I'm willing to bet a lot of people came in because of it. That's what's wild about this internet age. But I just want to make sure it's clear to all of you. The audio only show is not going anywhere. It'll be the same as the video show, but the video show will just also be available. So if you haven't, feel free. No, don't feel free. Please just do it for me. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, it's just under Jungle Gyms Market there. You can find it pretty easily. you got the usual branding and the Jungle Gyms logo, all that good stuff. I'll be releasing video content there and full episodes and all that good stuff. Uh, I think, well, you know what, I don't want to spoil the next episode, but I do know that I'll be on-site working on the next Jungle Gyms beer with 50 West Brewing here in town. And uh, well, I'll tell you this, I'm going to be on-site helping with the brew. So feel pretty confident in telling you all that that is our first kickoff big episode. And I literally... You can tell I'm rambling here. Not even rambling. It's good content still, but I am so excited to move that way. I think it's so cool. And it's such a testament to this brand that like, in what, six months of episodes, we've gone from like, you know, not that the show is like drastically different, but it was quaint and kind of, you know, we're testing the waters at first and we're just constantly pushing envelopes and we're just like, let's try something new. Let's get in on this. Let's get video content out there. People want to see it. I want to bring this store to you if you can't come to me. And then I'm hoping that by bringing it to you first, you'll go, that Mark, what a nice guy. He brought the store to me. I'd like to go bring myself to the store now. And that's how I stay employed. 
And on that, folks, have a great week. Thanks for listening. I'll see you out there in the aisles. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.